0: Welcome to episode 193 of the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. Today's topic, marketing around the Masters. But first, like we do every episode, we're going to give you a fact about me of the day so you can get to know a little bit more about us. Brian, what's your fact about me of the day?
1: In high school, I played on the golf team for one season. Was absolutely horrendous compared to the other folks who are really good um and my final the the my last game that i played i really just didn't care so i was just it was just sandbagging the whole thing and uh at the very last hole i took out my putter and swung it on the green i connected but the putter head broke off and flew out into the middle of the green and that was how i ended my short-lived high school golf career nice
0: (laughs) so for me uh during my what would have been sophomore in junior years in college when I went home to Pittsburgh, I worked on the grounds crew at a golf country club. So we were getting up at 4 30 in the morning to mow greens, rake bunkers, uh, all that good stuff. And it was one of my favorite jobs ever because I got to hang out with my friends and kick it and be around sports. And oh, how the times have changed. I couldn't imagine a a college student now leaving college being like, so where's your internship? And I'm like, yeah, I worked at the golf course for two years. It's just, it, it blows my mind how different it was because that was never even on my radar back in, what would that have been, 2000 or something. Which brings us back to today's topic. And ironically enough, the general manager of uh, the golf course that I worked at previously was the head at Augusta. And really? You know, comes full circle. Yeah, one of my friends uh, actually was at University of Indiana, left there to go and work at Augusta on the grounds crew, uh, went into turf management because didn't really like college, but then decided he liked what was going down with the golf stuff. Got a turf management degree and then just traveled the world working at all the top golf courses.
1: Nice. That's not the worst thing in the world if that's what you into. No, pretty badass, which brings us back to
0: uh, today's topic, the masters and the marketing around it. So, Brian, my interest in golf from that moment uh, in college until now has slowly declined to the point where right now I'm currently in the longest point of my life without golfing. Mm. And I'm at over two years now. And I started golfing when I was probably – eight or nine. And I golfed all through my life. I was never great, but I loved golf. And through that, uh, I used to watch tons of golf with Tiger Woods. As we've discussed, golf has a huge issue with declining ratings. And since then, I only watch the majors and that's it. And if it's a nice day outside, sorry, you're not going to capture me there. And this Thursday, and we're, we're recording this on a Monday, the Masters starts and Dustin Johnson's the world number one. And I wanted to talk about this on the podcast earlier. We didn't get an opportunity to, but I started to see Masters ads on TV on ESPN back in January and February, and you get Jim Nance being like, hello, friends, and, and talking about the leaves and the changing to spring and all that good stuff. But I think there's a larger issue that's being missed right now with the Masters is I don't think it has the same cachet as it once did because golf just isn't the same. And I wanted to see your thoughts on the masters in general.
1: You know, it's interesting, right? I've been I've been a golf fan for a long time. I, I you know, I, I, I joke like I, I tried to play in high school. I really wasn't the talented, but I had played for years. You like, you know, myself just like you. Um, I actually haven't played in a couple years, but not because I didn't want to. I broke my wrist and my elbow, and and now after that, I, I can't really fully swing a golf club that feels anything reasonably, um, okay to me. So I'm just not going to swing a golf club. Um, but. You know, look, I'm torn because my brother-in-law is a huge golf fan, Ryan. He loves he loves the sport. He's watching this right now. He's pumped up. So it's hard because I think of myself in a little bit of a, you know, a silo I suppose where the sport to me just is not as interesting as it once was. I agree with you. I, I, I feel like when Tiger was really big, you know, talk about the, the late nineties, the early two thousands, like it was super exciting. You know, not that now with, with, with Bubba Watson and Spieth and, and a few others, like that there isn't some level of excitement, but I think golf in of, of itself and if we're talking specifically about the PGA tour, um, it needs a bit of a refresh a rebrand a different way of looking at things and i know that they're dabbling they're trying things with you know twitter live and 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 different elements that we're going to talk about here but i think it needs something more than that because they're just the, the, the audience and we actually just recently did a bunch of research and data uh, for a specific client here at bold and in you know in this and it's just still so much skews to the older audience. It doesn't mean there's not a young audience, but it is substantially weighted to the older audience. and the reality is at some point that older audience is not around and so we're, what are we doing to, to to really cater to the younger audience? And I feel like finally in 2017 doing some stuff with you know Twitter livestream, that's cool, but what else are we doing? What else are they going to do? Because I'd love to be a, a bigger fan again and get excited. And again, it's not that I don't like golf. It's just even when I saw that this was the topic we we're going to talk about today, I was like, nah, the Masters. All right, that's fine. The Masters is the anti-NBA.
0: Adam Silver, very progressive, forward-thinking, anybody can use gifts. We embrace you guys, creating content, all of that stuff. You know what I don't like about the Masters? too many rules and you nailed it. It's just way too old. So for me, I would love to go to Augusta, but here's the issue. They don't allow cell phones and cameras. Just think about that for a second, Brian. You and I talk all the time about the importance of social engagement. UGC, smiles don't lie. Your best marketing is everybody having fun there. And you know what Augusta says? You know what? I know golf ratings are down and no one really cares because there's no Tiger Woods. But yeah, we don't want you to share your experience being down here because there's a way that we do things down here at Augusta and we don't allow stuff like that. And there's no flags or signs or banners or selfie sticks, essentially saying we don't embrace anybody who isn't 60 years or older. 60 years or older, And that is just mind-blowing to me. And even worse, let's say I did care about the Masters. You know what? You cannot watch every single hole of the Masters. Sure, they have live streaming. If Anyone who's tried to watch it all of a sudden at like 1 p.m. on Thursday, it'll be like, hey, welcome to Augusta. Half of the course is already done now. And they try and make this exclusive thing and they're completely tone deaf to the way that we consume content, engage with brands. For me, just the more that I think about this, the more upset I get. And I really think that the Masters is on par, pun intended, with becoming the next sports authority of dying brands. I get it. There's cachet, but all they market about was years past. Well, guess what, Brian? When we talked about the dysfunction of the Knicks, you know what we said? There's a kid somewhere in New York who says, you know what, the Knicks suck. I'm going to go watch eSports. That same kid right now says, I don't give a crap about the Masters. I'm going to go watch eSports again. Or, you know what, I'm going to watch something else because Augusta is just so archaic in the Masters. The way that they do things... It is completely a horribly run band if you, if you want to try and engage a younger demographic.
1: Yeah. I mean, here's, this is so incredible, right? If you go to Augusta.com slash masters slash do's underscore don'ts. I mean, first of all, when you have a page about your sporting event, this is the do's and the don'ts. I mean, come on, right? Come on, man. But here's, <laughs> here's the policy. Cell phones, beepers, and other electronic devices are strictly prohibited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the simple Beep. the simple fact that you say beepers in anything in 2017 is a freaking joke I mean that just shows you who wrote this policy is so out of touch with the reality it's disgusting cameras are strictly prohibited at the tournament but are allowed during practice rounds um if you violate these policy be subject to removal and permanent loss of tickets and credentials so here's your prohibited items cell phones backpacks blah blah, blah. that stuff that makes sense beepers. Electronic devices, cameras, come on, S- selfie sticks, ladders. Like, who, hey, who's bringing a ladder to, hardy bo- hardy boys? <laughs> to, to Augusta? <laughs> like, come on, dude. It's such a joke and it's so ridiculous. Folding armchairs, rigid type of stools. Oh, come on, man. Like, okay. this. Such, so, Brian, what is going to
0: happen to this brand now? So, as you're saying this stuff, we're laughing about this, but guess what? The market. It's very binary right now. Sure, that is exclusive, and they can have some great uh, attendance for people who are there. There's always going to be fanatics there, but all of a sudden, TV ratings. I bet you when we look, they're going to say TV ratings of the Masters is down again. Oh, shocking. <laughs> and and you know what? The Phoenix Open right now is cracking a beer saying, you know what, Augusta, you just don't get it. That is the one – I've never been there, but that's the one where you can hoot and holler, you yep. can drink, you can have fun. Sign me up for that. I'm more Phoenix Open than I am Augusta, even though I have created
1: my own master shirt before. <laughs> um, it's unbelievable, man. I mean, look, here, here's the reality They're still catering to the same audience that used to go to Augusta 30 years ago. They're the same peep 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It's the same exact humans that were there then will be there now. Sure, maybe you have a couple younger folks that come with the older people that have been there for 30 years, but they are catering completely to them. Guess what, let's be real those people they're gonna be dead in the next 20 to 30 years and if you don't build the younger audience no one's gonna go to Augusta it'll be a thing of the past no one cares the TV ratings without question will be down because it's just the trend people aren't watching there um and so what you put it on Twitter I mean it's I just don't understand the logic of thinking banning cell phones and beepers God, that's amazing. That's the best damn thing I've read all week. I can't believe they have beepers on there. That ugh.
0: anyway, Dave on
1: Barksdale. Oh my God, it's so it's so amazing. Like you know, so it's just so it's so far behind the times. I it I don't know what Augusta's gonna do, man. I mean, like yeah, sure, you, you have this older audience that's still you know gonna do it, but. At some point, it just dies. So maybe we want to hear from
0: brands that are steeped in tradition. I know, Brian, we've talked to the Boston Celtics and Rawlings, both who have done a very good job of having legacy brands while also finding ways to engage a younger demographic.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. It doesn't mean you can't have the tradition. It just means you have to adapt to the times as times change so that you still have, you still have that tradition that you're weighted in, but you're you're communicating and you're doing business in the way that's done in 2017 not 1987 and and that that's the challenge that Augusta is going to right now and and a lot of golf a lot of golf in general not all of it but a lot of it most of it um so it's it's tough man I mean what why 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 not have, why not allow social media? Just say like, look, you like, no, nothing that's going to make any noise during a backswing. So you can still, Hey, look, like we're going to respect them when they're actually golfing, but otherwise, dude, live stream it from your phone. It gets more people involved. They're talking about it. Instead, you're just going to cut it all off and say, Hey, we're just catering to this old group of men. It's, it's just not going to last. It ain't going to work. All right. Time for
0: the takeaways. And there's probably about a million we can from this one, but. Come on, guys. You need to market like it's 2017. And God forbid you be forward-thinking. Be forward-thinking with your marketing. Your brand will win.
1: Um, Don't bring your beepers to sporting events. That's my takeaway. That is my biggest takeaway, and I'm dead serious about that. You bring a beeper to a sporting event, you should be ashamed of yourself on every single level.
0: Brian, what's your action item for today?
1: Do you think that Augusta and the Masters are right or wrong in holding this true to tradition where you can't even use a cell phone or a camera and your beeper. Do you think they're right or do you think they're wrong? Tweet it, Rob and I.